Why, hello there. My name is Kenji Dick. And I'm Claudia Dewey. And this is Wittenberg Radio. It is episode 117, and it is March 20th, 2018. Claudia, how are you doing? I am well, thank you. How are you, Kenji? I am tired, and that is the main thing about me at the moment. As you very well may know, it is right now late March. All the assignments are now piling on. Yes. And uh, nothing is more comfortable than a bed at this moment. So It's true. I did sleep quite a bit this weekend. I had a, had a bit of a cold. Oh, uh, shoot. You might be able to tell. I guess that's the downfall with radio. <laughs> You've right. got only your voice. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, I feel much better. That's good. That's yeah, good. Yeah, and assignments are, well, there's nothing but to do it, right, at this point? Yes, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, you know... Just remember that if you're feeling a little bit stressed about this whole about this whole next couple of weeks, remember that the di- the sun will rise again. You know, there's there are weeks <laughs> afterwards as well, and you can at it's least look forward weeks. to that. Yeah, exactly. It's short, and I had someone who told me a while ago that it's worse for profs. I I, I don't know if it's true, but but maybe take comfort in that potential truth that the profs marking, suffer just as much as the You know, they the have students. to mark so much. Yeah. Right. Sometimes I think that profs are just like sitting in their offices, you know, like evilly laughing, mwahaha, like all these students have <laughs> to do all my assignments. But they gotta mark them all. They gotta like write feedback and stuff and devise exams. Mm-hmm. So um, no, they have they, they have a decent plot of work just themselves. Be glad yeah. you're not a prof. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if any of this is helpful. I'm like not even convincing myself. <laughs> as I'm saying. <laughs> but if it does something for you, hey. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> there, there it is. Before we talk about our upcoming events, we should send our congratulations to a few special teams that have won uh, quite a bit of stuff over these past couple of weeks. Claudia, yeah. what are we talking about? Yes, both of the men's and women's futsal teams were part of the playoffs uh, the weekend before this last one in Brandon, and uh, especially the women's team went and you know took it all. They won first place. And just congratulations to them. They're all a wonderful group of humans, and I really wish I could have been there. Um, they are wonderful and deserved it all these years. They've been working for that, and uh, they did it. So congratulations to the women's futsal team. And with that, let's talk about upcoming events. On March 21st, there is Bach on the Bridge. It's celebrating Bach's birthday with musicians from around the world. Um, musicians from the CMU community will perform the music of J.S. Bach to uplift, educate, and entertain you as you cross CMU's pedestrian bridge. Uh, it will be held in connection with Bach in the subways. So this is March 21st. Uh, it's a nice surprise if you're just walking across the bridge trying to get to class, and it definitely is uplifting. So go check that out on March 21st. Also, on March 25th, there is a handbell ensemble uh, the CMU Handbells Ensemble and Guitar Ensemble doing a nice little uh, concert titled Bells and Whistles with Strings Attached. Uh, it's a $5 admission at the door, and it will be held in the Laud Odd at 7 p.m. on March 25th. that we are nearing the end of March, you may notice that our 2017-2018 season of Wittenberg Radio is coming to a close. Throughout the last year, me and Claudia have had the immense pleasure and honor to cover a variety of stories and events here on campus, from our escapade to the Protestant Zone back in October, to our coverage in the parking lot controversy in January. But as the future looms closer in the 2018-2019 season, changes, both sad and exciting, must be made as well. What are we referring to? 
Well, there's going to be a change in the co-host position next year. While yours truly will return next year as co-host and main editor, Claudia will sadly be leaving. So, Claudia, why are you departing the show? Uh, because I hate <laughs> Wittenberg. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. That's, <laughs> this is a lie. Well, that, that brings an end to our show. <laughs> no, no, I love Wittenberg. I am going to study in Germany at the Heidelberg University in Heidelberg. Um, I am a German citizen, and I was in the bilingual German program from kindergarten to grade 12. And so through that, I got this handy little certificate called the Sprachdiplom, which lets me study in Germany. And I'm also a citizen, so I, c- I could study there anyway. But mm. um, but with that certificate, I can study in German. And that's always been a dream of mine. And my larger family, my larger family, my extended family lives in Germany. All of them do. My mom's straight from Germany and her siblings all live there and their kids. And so my cousin's getting married in June and there's a big family gathering at the end of June celebrating my aunt and uncle's 30th anniversary. Um, And so I thought if I'm already going for those things, might as well make it worth my while. Mm. Um, And so I'm staying over the summer and then doing one semester there as well as my practicum. Um, But I will be back in a year at CMU to finish my degree. But this is just the fulfillment of a, a long time dream I had since I was a kid to see if I could really also study in German, right? And not just do the conversational um, German. So, yeah, when, uh, there was no better time and there's no reason not to. German Germany has different priorities <laughs> is one way you could say it. Uh-huh. Uh, semester there costs $200 um, and you can take as many courses as you want. Sorry, not dollars, euros. But built within that price is a transit pass for the entire province um and there's all sorts of student discounts uh so traveling might also be a part of that depending on money and stuff we'll see a lot of it isn't planned out that much yet but um i know i'm studying there and that i'm doing my practicum so the details will will happen as i continue i'm just trying to get through papers now and then i'll (laughs) deal with that so no, but yeah, no, obviously, like obviously I feel a little bit sad and it was an um, amazing pleasure to co-host you, uh, with you this past uh, school year. But, you know, at the same time, though, it's Germany, the heart of Europe. I mean, I cannot s- and if I had <laughs> the opportunity heart. like that you had the opportunity right now, mm-hmm. it'd be very hard to say no. Right. Um, so, no, this is absolutely exciting. I'm very I think both of us are, are extre- especially, uh, you know, are extremely happy uh, mm-hmm. for you. And Thank um, you. we wish you the absolute best of luck. But we'll have we'll have a more formal goodbye probably on the last episode. Because today, we should probably focus a little more on our guests. Right. (laughs) So with Claudia departing, who will take her place? Well, that leads me to introduce our current guest in the studio. Ladies and gentlemen, meet the co-host for next year, Gabby Taylor. She is a third-year communications and media student and an all-round awesome, hilarious, and charming person to be with. This past week, Gabby had graciously decided to run with me for the co-host positions in the student council elections. And after giving what I think was a pretty awesome and informative speech, we've officially been elected by the student body. So to the listeners, thank you so much for voting for us, as Gabby and I will now have the immense pleasure and honor to host this show next year. Now it's time to start a traditional segment on this show. Whenever there is a candidate for an empty position on Wittenberg Radio, That said candidate goes through a question gauntlet, where the current co-hosts ask a series of challenging and perplexing questions. If the candidate passes the gauntlet, he or she will have the honor of being the new co-host. Of course, this isn't entirely legitimate, as Gabby and I have already been elected, but nevertheless, it's been a tradition here on the show for the past few years, and why stop it now? 
So let's get on to the gauntlet. Claudia, what is the first question? What's your favorite color? That's not a fair question. Oh, it's the gauntlet, <laughs> though. There are only right and wrong answers. Um, it depends on the time of the year. Okay. Oh, oh I like that. Yeah, mm. yeah. Usually around the spring, I like the more brighter colors, like like a, like a sun yellow or pinks. Um, usually during the winter and fall, I really like maroon. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. That's a very uh, adequate answer. <laughs> very sophisticated. I think we can get a taste for what next year might look like <laughs> simply based on that. Okay, yeah, yes. Great previews to next year. That's a pretty interesting answer. I think I think all the time, I think our favorite colors tend to, I, I find anyways, tends to change, mm-hmm. you know, to, as growing up. My color was green for a long time, but I've been, I've been having a strong feeling towards red as of late, you know. Funny. Mine's been the opposite. I was really? staunch red fan for my entire childhood. Yeah. And then I went through, like, the entire rainbow to arrive at green <laughs> and that's where i've stayed for the last what's in these microphones you guys switched colors yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crazy here's another question for you uh gabby what podcasts do you listen to um if any? i listen to a few okay um i really like out of the box um obviously the blue bomber ones and i finished one recently it's um, what's it called? Skimmed off the couch. So it's about um, these women. They started a business together, successful news business, and their friends just happen to be these mega famous women. So they're interviewing them on this couch, drinking wine, and it's so honest. And the main thing they're talking about is failure. And mm-hmm. as a woman, you're not really supposed to fail if you want to be successful. So I f- find this really awesome. That's really interesting. And you were just saying earlier that you listen to Bomber bo- uh, Bomber podcast, mm-hmm. right? So like Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Yes. Yeah. So I'm assuming you're a pretty big football fan. Or? I am. Okay. It's, I have. Mo- I think I have more loyalty to the marketing department than the actual football team, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> well, do you mind explaining your background in that for our listeners? Uh, uh, yeah, I had a internship in 2017 with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. They actually paid me, which is something that they don't usually do. Wow. Um, so it was for the summer months. I got to go to games. I ran the Twitter account for the store. Um, I met some people. Some players I liked, some players I didn't. <laughs> but uh, but the marketing team was just awesome. I've never been in an office where they literally throw food at each other. So that was kind of <laughs> neat. <laughs> what, what's the reasoning for doing that, for throwing food? Well, it's a whole bunch of guys in this room, and they're all like, there's candy. So they just kept throwing it at each other <laughs> and see who could catch it. Were there games? involved in that like was there a premise to the candy throwing no like it was just these grown men who wanted to be five for an hour or two <laughs> hey, we used you know, like never let the child in yeah, you die occasionally in the afternoons we would go onto the field and play football which is kind of funny huh. or like throw a frisbee so i can wow. say i played on the investors group field but Whoa. <laughs> that's amazing yeah oh, wow. that's amazing that's really you're very well equipped for this job i could say the experience precedes you do you have any dope ideas for wittenberg radio (laughs) how old is that question (laughs) it's as old as my vocabulary my um (laughs) what is it my my slang (laughs) this is brutal (laughs) well i actually do nice um i know there are a lot of international students here and they all 
have the general mm. opinion of wanting their voice to be heard. So I thought a two-part episode would be really fun, hearing their experience as an international student at CMU, then actually your experience as a CMU student internationally in Germany. Ooh. That's oh, okay, that's cool. really interesting. Yeah. Wow, I huh. love that I'm incorporated. Arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Wow, I'm really impressed. Great. That yeah, no, that's really cool. Is there any other ideas that you were thinking for? Um, that's the one I really want to look at. Um, usually, I've noticed with journalism, it's very much on the moment. Yeah. And like, what you notice for five seconds might actually be a story. So I'm interested in kind of finding out what those five seconds can lead to each week. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's something also I think that you would bring to Wittenberg is is that you are a communication student and you you think with that journalistic mind of that that five seconds like you're always on the hunt for stories and um, we're all in this advanced journalism class together but I even realized as as this semester went on like that my mindset and I think ours also has changed a little bit uh, and I think it's it's really good for Wittenberg to like up the ante a little bit and actually be considered as like we are doing journalistic work and, mm-hmm. and I'm glad to see it you know pass along into someone who who also has that or probably is yeah going to do that as your I don't know if that is but if you're doing communications as a, as your degree that might lead to an actual job in in communications I think that's a fair yeah. assumption hopefully <laughs> leads to a job so yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly yeah so that's great um I have another question maybe a little sillier but I think it's a good icebreaker and it tells people a lot about um, who you are and we did it on the show before if you were a character from Narnia I'm bringing it back which one would you be I'm gonna have to admit that I never read the books This was like a universal question. No, I'm sorry. I don't know. I think we got to rethink this. You go to thing. a Christian university <laughs> and you haven't read Narnia? Hey, I know who Lewis is. <laughs> I've read mere Christianity. It's oh. just... I guess I'm... Have you had the pleasure of seeing... Sorry, not to interrupt you, but have you had the pleasure of seeing the movies at least? Or not I've the seen pleasure the first one. Okay. okay. Well, then, um, it was a long time ago. I liked how it looked. Yeah. But... <laughs> I don't know. It's not my, like, I think from that time period, I've noticed a lot of the writing I'm not really into. Hmm. Hmm. Just, I find it overly descriptive, which is fine, but for me, it's too slow. Hmm. So I think that's why I didn't get into it. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. I don't want to put you two on the Sorry. spot. Like, I know Lucy is <laughs> the, one of the girls. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lion and there's a goat man mr tumnus yeah that's kind of the most i can recollect hey, you know that's better than <laughs> than some <laughs> i'm sure <laughs> so we were talking about earlier how this is very so that relatively speaking this is a relatively hard position to uh fill in whenever anybody leaves a show uh generally speaking as we pro- already mentioned before uh this this job regardless if you're either co-hosting it or being the editor or being the poster it's a lot of work you have to find people to bring into the bring into the studio you might have to put in a decent amount of hours editing it and then publishing it uh, it is a time-consuming job and with that being said now i'm wondering uh, because you have expressed interest in doing this show uh and hosting the show i mean um why why is that the case what what tracks what what has attracted you to uh to become co-host of uh, or to at least what do you call it run to be co-host of Winterberg radio 
Um, well, I do really enjoy producing stories. Mm. Um, in my journalism classes, they're my favorite things. Um, I've, I've always been very shy. And then this gave me an excuse to force myself to talk to people. Mm. And what you can learn from people is absolutely amazing. And I love those moments where people reveal things that they don't necessarily realize they're revealing or they expose part of themselves that they never intended to. And you get this connection with someone for those mm. five minutes. Otherwise, you would have been total strangers on the street. And then to be able to give in the privilege of sharing that is just amazing. So, yeah, that's kind of why I'm interested in this. Hmm. That's definitely something that we that we definitely strive to do here for sure is trying our best to find like the best stories on campus by covering uh, very interesting events that happen here, and mm-hmm. it's not it's not always I find necessarily the easiest thing to do because you know relatively speaking CMU is a relatively uh, calm campus, but when something does uh when something does happen it's very interesting immediately to try creating a story out of it or finding a story out of it more like, um, and so yeah I cannot wait to do that with you next year I think mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of interesting opportunities to do that especially try to encourage a little more discussion like what it's been happening on the Wittenberg door as of late. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's that sounds... I'm very excited to listen to see what it's like to be on the other side as an engaged listener. I know before I wasn't really ever <laughs> that engaged, but now I think I, I definitely want to be and see what you guys do. Um, my question is about on-campus uh, commentary. How do you think that you will... Um, I know that we've strayed maybe a little bit from that uh, at times, finding people to just interview for the sake of interviewing them. Often my mind was like, oh, this person is awesome. I want to talk to them. And so let's have them on the show. But are you going to do any sort of like, uh, I know technically Wittenberg is supposed to be a unifying platform for the CMU student body. Um, How do you how do you think you would approach any sort of like on campus? Like, are you going to do any sort of investigative like let's find something that's going on um and and how are you going to balance the two of like showcasing good things that are happening like events wise and then actually discussing you know topics that are pertinent to to life at cmu how would you respond to that Um, well i think there's a lot of good that happens at cmu and so that'll be super easy to talk about but Mm -hmm. i think it's going to be a lot harder to find issues Mm -hmm. and have people willing to discuss them Mm -hmm. Um, I think part of getting people to be willing to discuss them is finding the right people. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot of work because not everyone's going to want to talk about things like um, about students who aren't Mennonite and <laughs> how they connect with people here. Because I know mm-hmm. there are some issues with people who aren't, who didn't grow up with a Mennonite family mm-hmm. and people who are from wherever in Altona the world. Altona or, yeah, Warden yeah. or generations of purely Mennonite yeah Mennonite-ness. like uh-huh. there there is a difference between how these people think mm-hmm. and I think that having that variety of opinion is going to be really important and not just stick with the people I know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah mm. can I ask what your background is sure um I don't have a nomination um <laughs> my dad was united my mom is baptist and so they decided that for when we go to church it has to be a non-denominational church because oh. they knew they'd argue <laughs> so um i've always known it like to be like because i used to go to springs that was my church 
Mm-hmm. And so I've always experienced that realm of it. And I never knew, like I never even explored the idea of other denominations in Christianity. Mm-hmm. Like I knew about being Catholic. My mama is Catholic. She te- keeps telling me I should be Catholic. <laughs> but that, that comes with being French. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but um, I took, what was it? What was it? I think it was intro into Christianity. It was a car coupe. And he like, that course was just giving you examples of like different types of being Christian. And so that really opened my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, I still consider myself non-denominational because there are so many different options. And I prefer being able to pick and choose what I like, which isn't traditional or necessarily good in most people's eyes. But... I like the option. Yeah. I mean, same God. That's valid. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I think it's, uh, it's refreshing to have, um, and, and to have valued uh, other opinions at CMU. I would agree that often the, the Mennonite voice can dominate, but there, I think that the majority of people here don't identify as Mennonite anymore. And, um, I think those voices should be, should be elevated to be equal and also just as valid because, yeah more than half of the people here represent that and so I'm glad that that's on your radar and that you're interested in that that's exciting our interview is now coming to a close so we'll leave the floor open to you now Gabby is there anything else you'd like to say to our listeners to us about how you're feeling about Winterberg Radio next year and what we should expect um I'm really excited about next year um I think you should expect some more I don't want to say higher quality because that's not what I mean, but more in depth and precise stories. Like I'm, I really want to make these seem bigger than just us. Um, mm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I want it to be relatable, but also well informed. Mm. And you mean by us as in like the three of us right here or like, or like the small, sorry, the extremely large community of (laughs) listeners. (laughs) 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 That sounds wonderful. Thank you very much, Gabby. That was a really insightful interview. I think it's safe to say, Claudia, that uh, Gabby Taylor has passed the gauntlet and will be the brand new co-host of Winnenberg Radio next year alongside me. Um, Thank you again so much for coming to the studio today. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, you'll be coming on, I think, for at least one more time. Traditionally at Winterberg Radio, we have a la- our last episode of the season is normally a summer playlist season where we bring in our mm-hmm. favorite tracks. And normally it's tradition, if there is a new host uh, for the following year, to bring that new host in uh, to not only hear what their selections are, but to also have our audience get to know them a little bit just before the summer begins. So if you haven't learned enough about Gabby now, audience, you will hopefully learn more about her during the next episode. Good luck. thank you very much gabby yeah thanks no thank you for having me it's nice to be on the other side of the mic (laughs) (laughs) nice you may have seen there is a new post on the wittenberg door Uh, i was brought to us courtesy of isaac schlegel and it deals with some potential maybe co-ed res situations. So I'm going to read it here for you so that you, in case you didn't see it on the door, know what it's all about. It reads, 
The CMU residence is a space in which I have lived and thrived over the course of the last two years. It is a community and a space that has supported me socially, academically, and spiritually. I hold it close to my heart. That said, there is always work to be done, and I'd like to address one problem in particular. The problem. As it stands, there is a lack of gender-neutral housing spaces in CMU's residence. I see this lack reflected in two policies, the physical segregation of hallways by gender and the implementation of closed res hours to restrict the crossing of those gendered borders. I will address each of these in turn. To get this out of the way, yes, both of these policies are non-existent in apartments, but apartments are both more expensive to live in and are given to upper-year students. They are therefore not accessible options for a large portion of residence students who may still have interest in gender-neutral housing. This piece will therefore limit its focus to the dormitories. Gender-based housing divides the community along gender lines when interaction across those lines would benefit everyone. Friendships with people of different genders can be wonderful and life-giving. They also crucially foster an understanding that prevents toxic conceptions of gender from developing. Separating women and men threatens to allow essentialist thought and sexism to spread. Hallway segregation makes friendships harder to initiate, as people of different genders do not share floor space or floor meetings with each other and are therefore less closely connected to them. Though friendships, of course, can begin outside the boundaries of a res hallway, it is disingenuous to pretend communities are not shaped by their geography. Hallway segregation is also limiting to anyone whose gender identity or expression exists outside a binary. When gender becomes a condition of residence in a space, it is hard to feel accepted if one diverges from that gender. A community divided by gender simply is not a welcoming space to explore gender fluidity or to present oneself in ways that break from societal norms. Welcoming diversity and difference is not a disembodied intellectual exercise, and all our justice language is reduced to buzzwords if our structures remain guided by essentialism. Closed res hours serve to worsen the problems that hallway segregation creates. When friends of different genders are not allowed to visit each other during the vast majority of every weekday, it stunts potential growth in a friendship. It is far easier to maintain friendships with people when you can show up unannounced or invite them over. Because of this, same-gender friendships and friend groups are privileged in gender-based spaces. The counter-argument has often pointed to the existence of lounges as a solution to this problem. Lounges, however, are insufficient substitutes for private spaces. Lounges are few, and lounges are busy. They are excellent for foosball, but terrible for sensitive conversations. Nevertheless, the attempt is made. Lounges are public spaces that are being forced to carry out the functions of private spaces, and they are therefore failing at being either. For instance, heterosexual couples on campus end up spending time together in lounges because lounges are what's available. This is hardly a satisfying space for adults who want space to have relationships in their own homes. And it is equally unsatisfying for anyone who wants to use a lounge to feel it is an unwelcome space reserved for couples. The resulting high visibility of heterosexual couples has another effect. It reinforces a heteronormative logic. Gender-based housing and the ensuing limitation on cross-gender friendship is a natural outcome of a worldview that understands relationships between women and men only in sexual terms. 
we now generally understand that this understanding undersells the diversity of both friendship and sexuality. But this cultural shift is not reflected in a system where all dorms are separated by gender, as if it were the principal distinction among humans. What solutions are available to us? Potker Hall's communal bathrooms make desegregation unrealistic. Even outside of physical considerations, there should be options available for those who are more comfortable with gender-based housing. There are legitimate reasons for that preference, and we don't need to reinvent the whole system. This is why I think the strongest option is the creation of more options. The first floor of Concord Hall has bathrooms shared between rooms and was already almost a desegregated space this year. I would propose making Concord Hall a gender-neutral dorm space, with co-ed hallways and closed rest hours significantly relaxed, if not removed entirely. This is not a radical proposal. Again, apartments already have no closed res hours, yet KFA has not collapsed into total anarchy as a result. The current housing situation operates on an understanding of gender that is increasingly at odds with CMU on a cultural level and speaks to a limited imagination for cross-gender relationships. A gender-neutral option in dorm would better serve both the diversity of individuals of CMU and the relationships that give that diversity communal coherence. Isaac Schlegel. Thank you very much, Isaac, for your interesting and insightful post. If you would like to respond towards Isaac's post, you can leave it on a variety of social media platforms, such as our YouTube channel, our Facebook page, or on our website. Or you can do it in the classic Protestant way and leave a post on the Wittenberg door right beside Isaac's. Thank you once again, Isaac, for your post. So uh, during this time of year when I'm trying to write papers or procrastinating and trying not to procrastinate, I like to nestle into my old tried and true songs that just make me feel a little bit better. So today I have an old one for you by Cat Stevens called The Wind. I listen to the wind, to the wind of my soul. Where I'll end up, well, I think only God really knows. I've sat upon the setting sun, but never, 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 never. I never wanted water once, never, never, never. Listen to my words, but they fall far below. I let my music take me where my heart wants to go. I swam upon the devil's lake, but never, 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 I'll never make the same mistake. Never. 
And that brings an end to our episode. Thank you once again for listening to Wittenberg Radio. Remember to catch some good old Bach on the bridge this upcoming March 21st. Also, please check out Bells and Whistles with Strings Attached. It's the Handbell and Guitar Ensemble concert happening on Sunday, March 25th at 7 at the Laudod. Should be pretty awesome. I'm Kenji Dick. And I'm Claudia Dewey. And we'll see you next week. Wittenberg Radio is a production of CMU Student Council. The views and opinions expressed by hosts and guests are not necessarily those of CMU Student Council. 